Aloha mai kako, aloha, welcome to Mana Bombs Podcast, powered by Pumahina Designs. It's me, Kanoi Lani David. And it's me, Kulani Jeremiah Wang. Aloha kako. Aloha, today's daily Mana Bomb is many practice emotional avoidance and call it positive mindset. Our focus is positivity versus looking at the bright side. And how we want to engage is how can a positive mindset be healthy, unhealthy, and is this related to positive toxicity? So what's your thoughts on this one? So definitely had to look up positive toxicity. <laughs> I jumped on and I was like, okay, reading down. And what I noticed is somebody asked about gaslighting. And I know we had a discussion about gaslighting and I had to learn a little bit more about exactly what that looked like. But it's going well, I'm definitely not the expert in this. These are all new words to me. Watching them pop up as they're defined and that are characteristics of these things I've gone through or I've seen. And I'm like, oh, and that's what they call it? Okay. Uh, I also looked up what positive toxicity means. And yeah, so the only thing that I had wanted to share was it talks about the avoidance of emotions, right? Avoiding a lot of things and covering it up with positivity, but to the point where you do, do you never go back to the things that you avoid. You almost hope there's an erasure to those emotions not recognizing it's unfortunately still there and they show up right in different ways it almost feels like suppression a little bit like me tomorrow like that i think that's exactly what that is emotional avoidance is like suppressing as you know in my stories things can come up even after 20 years no matter how much i avoid it how much i ignore it how much it did not happen they are still there and they've come up 20 years later and I think a lot of that wasn't necessarily I was putting positive twists on it. I think I was just literally suppressing it completely. I wonder why they never used suppressed. I wonder why they used emotional avoidance. Maybe because suppression is more subconscious. Like you're not recognizing you're actually suppressing it. Whereas emotional avoidance is literally you know you're you're conscious of your avoiding it. Yeah. Yeah. I think with suppression, you just want to, you don't want to know. You don't want to care. You don't want to feel it. Knowing that it's there is what this is, correct? You know that it, you got to eventually deal with it, but you're just like, nah, I'm good. Let's not talk about it. Yeah, I mean, no matter what, both show up. No matter what, they show up. Yeah, that's really interesting. Even we always want to know what was Kanoi thinking <laughs> or experiencing when <laughs> this mana bomb came to fruition. Tell us a little bit about that. What were you experiencing <laughs> in the world? so funny well this is a very very past experience but I've been observing it happen more often and so the reason why this comes up is because behind uh the practice of emotional avoidance and we call it a positive mindset what I've recognized is it weakens the ability to discern and when I say that is for the person who has the intention of taking from somebody, your weakness will be their influence. So that positivity mindset, which becomes toxic positivity, can end up feeding the person who is vulnerable and weak to the point that they're taking wrongfully. But I'll give you an example. I've been watching 
several friends kind of get scooped up into a place of, in this instance, happens to be healing. And watching them get sucked in is really interesting because I've always seen them as strong people, like really strong people. See two people hanging out that don't match. You're like, whoa, that's interesting. What happens is when that person is avoiding emotion and is always positive, they use that positive or the intention to take hold of the week. And the example, like I was telling Kulani earlier, the example I had given was, say for instance, you know, you got out of a really junk relationship. That person who is positively toxic, as well as uses positive toxicity, will come in and find your weakness and they will feed it. And they'll be like, whatever you need, you're beautiful. Everything is good. You're valuable, which we all want to hear. You're great. You're you're amazing. You're da-da-da-da-da. They're going to feed this and they're going to feed this. And that's not a bad thing. But what happens to the one who is using it to manipulate is while they're trying to fill your puka up to give you the strength you need to move forward, they're actually taking all the other resources that you have. And so they suck their other parts of your resources. And to keep you there, they'll fill that one puka, that one hole in you. So you stay. By the time you recognize that the other resource, resources are starting to be depleted, now you have a need to go back to the influencer, back to the person who had created this positive toxicism. And they keep you. I know it sounds really evil and effed up but it's real if you're not conscious. And that's why we want to build strong individuals to be able to see that before it happens. And you're now needy in all aspects of you. And so that person starts to suck and they start to influence and they influence and they influence and they take that. But if you ever stop to watch that person, you'll see that that person has their own like major ish, like their Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. What they show to you is not who they are behind closed doors. And they'll twist information to create a lot of illusion, you have to be very, very careful. It's like the evil witch versus the good witch. You know, you can tell the difference. And if if they're working on you, but not showing you what's wrong so that you can fix you, so that you can be a better you and let you go, they're not a healer. The idea is the healer needs to help and let you go. Because one, it doesn't do the healer any good to stay have an attachment. Two, the healer that has never attained the highest point of their abilities until you're done and gone. That's what they should want you to be healed and gone and, and being able to function normally. I've watched several people utilize that tactic. It's humbling. I've watched my kids be and my, you know, my people's be told all these things. They're great. They're the best. You're the champ. You're everything. Nobody can beat you. You're so awesome. You're, the, you're so amazing. You're so great. And then I watch them fail and hit the ground hard because somebody beat them because they failed and they have no idea how to get back up. You can't do that to little kids. You have to let them learn that there's always room for growth. There's always room to get better because somebody's going to come in and show you that that's not the truth and you're going to walk around living a lie and you'll never grow ever. And then you're stuck in the cycle and patterns of avoidance, avoidance, avoidance fill it with positivity but it's still there i'm gonna avoid it's still there i feel sorry for the children who have to do this because you know they haven't been around on this earth for very long and having to try and decipher through that holy shit the fact that they have to do that even i'm sitting here trying to figure out has that happened to me what did i do or i can't 
right now I'm trying to still figure it out. I still don't know. And listening to your examples, I'm just like, people in the world actually do that. It's freaking amazing. Yeah, people in the world. And you know what? Honestly, I think I grew up the opposite. I grew up the opposite. I, I was told I was the failure. You'll never amount. You are a shitty person. I said it out of my mouth. You ain't going to ever amount to anything. Nothing is. You're not worth anything. You have no value. So there's the ones, right? So there, the imbalance is you are extremely, extremely, super extremely valuable. You are absolutely no value at all. You are shitty and you're not going to get anywhere. Both are wrong. The balance is let's not avoid all of the good things that you're about. And let's talk about the, the things that you're failing at or challenged at. Let's work on them to get better. And then for these people, okay, you got to remember you're great at what you do, but there's always going to be somebody greater. And it's not telling, it's not saying that you're not great and you're not valuable. It's saying, do not settle and never lifetime me. learner. Yeah. 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 So stay in that space, but no more that like, you'll find the ones that are, if you see them, they're happy, go lucky all the time, 100% behind closed doors. They're probably going through some really major shit, real major shit. That's why Kulani gets to see both sides of me at once. You get the whole balance. <laughs> I'm pissed. No, I'm good. <laughs> but that's the amazing part. And I think we we need to share a little bit about Ho'amana because Ho'amana is the space that allows you to recognize these things are going on in your life and then call them out and not be afraid for walk through the understanding of these things. I'm only experiencing the very tip top of the iceberg. And I'm already like, huh, <laughs> shit, I wish I knew this. Last year, it was I knew it was a thing because I think we had discussed it a few times, and and I was there when you were processing with with one of your first um, kanaka that you sat in with for months, and I watched you do the process with someone else, but never was intrigued. No, I was totally intrigued. Never was ready to like be like, okay, I'm I need that, but I wish I was strong enough then to recognize, fucker, you need it now. Go go and ask and. Be, get in that space and in the last few months people who have talked to me and have asked about it i'm like you never let me ready just email kanoi email kanoi and just get in there and start doing the work for yourself you want to learn how to be the whole you you know like how they say the whole truth and nothing but the truth this is where you're going to learn them it's in hoamana sitting in and reveling in all the crap that is you you know, and I'm not using crap in a, in a negative way. I'm just saying it's all the stuff that's, that is you. So like for me, when I had that first initial experience and I've heard you say it multiple times, but when I'm sitting there and answering the question, who am I really? Yeah, Kulan, who are you? And it's not about what other people see. It's like, what are you? Before you were a mother, you were a child. And one of the first things I came up with was I'm lonely. And I have to understand why you lonely. But in reality, it was I had done so many things on my own that looking back, it felt lonely, but it really was. I just was progressing on my own. And, you know, my siblings weren't in the same space as me. So progression a little bit quicker than my siblings and understanding that I am all of these things that I had listed on my list. And so, yeah, if if you're listening to this today and you're trying to understand yourself and wonder if you've ever experienced this toxic positivity or positive toxicity and you want to know who you are and what you're dealing with you not anyone else around you but you find a way to reach out to Kanoi 
and learn about Ho'amana. Get into that space to help build your confidence. It helps build you. It helps just build your awareness of yourself. It does. It really does. It's done that for me in the three days, four days, five, wait, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, about four days. I grew. We were given a Ha'avina a homework or a lesson. I sat with mine not very long because I know I'm going to come into it and have to like sit, sit with it. And just reading the definition of the words, I had to look up. I was like, oh, okay, how do you spin this? How do you make this? It is what it is, Kulan. This is what you are. But how do you make this positive for you so that you can recognize that you're not sitting in a negative Nancy space? This is you, Kulan. You know? Um, and I don't know why I'm I'm going on in a rampant about Hoamana, but I do know that it worked. I've seen the changes in people firsthand. Me included. Me. Yeah. Included. I will say that what you had shared there was the biggest part of that even when we talk about this act this mana bomb is the observation the self-awareness the awareness of others is not just self-awareness your self-awareness is a reflection of the awareness you have of others so if you're unaware of others and they're taking advantage of you or some things are happening to you you don't understand why it's because there's a lack of self-awareness whether or not you're the person who has positive toxicity or you're the person who utilizes that mana to capture other people because that's a part of who you are naturally now. Now, I say naturally now because you adapted to it. Yeah, we're not aware and the damage that it can it can do. And I think one of the biggest things you just shared is like, why didn't I start earlier? Most times I ask myself that too. Like, shit, if I knew this earlier, oh, it would be different. So we always want to question ourselves, right? There is no urgency and yet there is. And that all really depends on you. We should never be forced or make it happen right now. But we also should spread it out, observe and look. Hey, I got this lifeline. Do I plan to spend 80% of it miserable and always failing and in the same shitty patterns for the rest of my life? Or is it time for me to get through these patterns so I can have 80% of my life in peace and freedom and liberation? So you got to weigh your options. And once you figure out what that is, and that's your intention and your goal, it's way easier to move through it. And when you're approached by people who are using positivity to capture you, that's their intention. You'll be able to see that, find their intention before it hits you. And you're strong enough to know you don't need it. Because I'm not going to waste another couple more years of my life doing this crap. With you, I'm going to move to another. That's how much you've gained. You don't lose anything. You actually gain more. The more uh, sane way to process through all that stuff. Ain't gonna lie. It's heavy. It gets heavy at times. But you know what? That's like, that's what we learned about ourselves is that we go through things so that we can learn lessons so that our experience is more fruitful. This is definitely something I suggest everyone have an experience with for Amana. I had mentioned during one of our Mana Minute that we do on Instagram through Pomahina Designs Live that um, Vision and Vibes was the catalyst for me. Vision and Vibes was the catalyst for me to begin <clears throat> my whole Amana journey, you know? And two, right? That was a level two Vision and Vibes. Yes, level two Vision and Vibes, yes. So I've been going for a few months, at, you know, as moderator with alongside Kanoi for these classes. And I'm learning so much with every 
workshop that we provide, the people who are participating are in there for a reason. And whether they realize that or not, it's just been so amazing. And it makes my heart full because we're making a difference. I mean, just one person. If we make a difference for one person, if I make a difference with Kanoi based on our conversation after this Manabong podcast is done and I have done my job, Makuliana is done when it comes to Manabongs. And so I want to mahalo you for providing these spaces for everyone to experience things like this, vision and vibes, which are kilo boards or vision boards, dream boards. So most people think about doing it in the beginning of the year. Kako, no, you can do it every month because you can come with it. Return Haumana, we have, who have been with us three times in a row. And as a result, they've built on the knowledge that they've gained. And they've learned so much about themselves and been able to match goals. Like that is the craziest thing. It blew my own mind. Be able to sit and have a serious and enlightening conversation. One in the same. It's serious yet it's enlightening when you discuss the level two and the reasons why we choose and why we choose with intention and why it's important to recognize that you may not know things. Bruh, I don't know half the things. I'm constantly looking at Google like, What's the definition for this word? What's the definition for this word? All, what that does is it helps us learn more and it helps us recognize that we're human, spirits in a human experience who are trying to just get through life in the best, funnest way. We don't want to be sad and, you know, just not do stuff. So we want to do things. And in order to do things, you got to recognize your self-worth and recognize the people around you. So learning how to kilo. All these things. And all of this is a result of recognizing that Mana Bombs has been able to provide a space. So definitely have to mahalo uses for years and years of these Mana Bombs that we're able to pull back into the current day and makavalu a little bit about it and get your perspective and the reasons why you did it. And thank you. Just thank you very much for that. Well, thank me. That's me just trying to be. And you're always there because you are huge part of all of that so please recognize that i thank you for being part of that you know we're meant to be in this space no matter how much we go around it and about it it is what it is because of us for sure mahalo everybody i hope you guys have a beautiful beautiful day um signing off from the islands of molokai it's me kanoi lani david and way over here on the aina of kakuhi hava it's your girl kulani jeremiah Ahoy ho kako. Aloha.